2: good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out, they don't lift weights, they don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course, at least have some fun. And
0: from across the country... Doug uh, Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember,
2: it, it's your show, it's got your name on it. Howie Mandela our guest here. Jason Walker, Deal or no deal.
0: The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, welcome. Hey, Happy Tuesday. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Hanging out in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Big show coming up today. We've got uh, your Montana Rodeo Roundup with uh, Abby Knight. Talking Northern Rodeo Finals, which wrapped up last week. We'll talk football with Kyle Mahelish, Capital Coach. Brew and stay alive to battle in the quarters of the A playoffs. We'll recap. The weekend auto concepts performance of the week and so much more coming up. You can watch on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Listen on Podbean and Network One Sports verbal as well. Uh, if you missed anything, go to JasonWalkershow.com. Our Twitter handle is at Jay sports Our phone number is 406-209-1267 and our email is Jason at JasonWalkershow.com. Hope you had a good weekend. Halloween was a lot of fun. Um, took the little one out, as uh, did most people. But uh, we uh we went as a, a, I don't know if you've seen the TV show Superhero Girls. I think it's on Netflix and Amazon, something like that. But uh, it was uh, my my little one just absolutely loves it. So. We um, we went as uh, she was Batgirl. Um, my wife was Superhero Girl, and I went as Poison Ivy. And there's our picture. And I must say I'm pretty damn sexy, if you ask me. But yeah, that uh, that was. There's me and the little princess, Batgirl, and. <laughs> I am one cute poison ivy, I can tell you that. So there you go. There you go. Had fun. Hope you did too. Um, stay safe with all the candy. We will uh, talk about our recap, our predictions coming up, but um, some sad news out of Park City. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, um, Park City student and football player, Collapsed last week during practice and uh, has uh, passed away, according to Superintendent Dan Grabowska, who talked to uh, 406mtsports.com. Jed Hoffman was a sophomore, was a wide receiver and linebacker. Um, (laughs) Collapsed with what Coach Mark Rathbun described as seizure-like activity last Tuesday right around the end of practice. He was taken to St. Vincent Healthcare in Billings and uh, died yesterday afternoon after being taken off the ventilator. Um, it's sad. It's very, very sad. They don't know the cause of death. They just know that he collapsed. GoFundMe page has been set up. Uh, Park City's football team did win last week over Alberton Superior in the eight man first round. And they're scheduled to host SCOBY this week in the quarterfinals. Uh, they won sixty to forty and um, our thoughts obviously with the family and uh, the entire school at Park City that's uh that's a tough one uh, let's see here what else did we want to uh, segue into which is never easy are the Grizz going to be hosting college game day it's been. Um, I mean, look, both Cat and Grizz fans have, have wanted to be in Bozeman or Missoula for years now. The college game day has been to Fargo a few times. I think they were um, somewhere. Say were, I think they were somewhere else in the southeast as well. Maybe James Madison. I don't remember for sure, but I know they've been to Fargo a couple of times. Um, not Fargo, but yeah, NDSU. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Do I know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Um, but there's the, was it, hashtag Grizz on Game Day. Uh, I just saw some tweets from Senator Steve Daines, who's a bobcat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Governor Greg Gianforte, both trying to get it there. It's a distinct possibility that use that hashtag on social media. ESPN wants to see the social media fans and platform and everything just explode and Look, would it be cool? Yeah. You know what would be even more cool? Is uh, watching the Cats beat the Grizz on ESPN. It's not going to be, but College Game Day is uh, considering um, very much so of making that happen. So, what is it? Hashtag uh, Grizz on Game Day. Tagging College Game Day on social media Make video signs, um, photos explaining why Missoula is a perfect location for the Brawl of the Wild and college game day. People losing their minds on the Twitter, but if it happens, it happens, if it doesn't, no big deal, right? So there's that. Speaking of, Grizz, big win over the weekend. (laughs) Uh, Should have lost from all intents and purposes. Southern Utah, one of the worst teams in the FCS, make uh, missing a fuel goal with a couple of minutes to go from about, what, 37 yards that would have given uh, the Grizz their third loss uh, in conference play and essentially knocked them out, but they stay alive somehow. Sac State, the Cats, still uh, the only ones uh, without a loss in Big Sky conference play. Eastern Washington with one loss. You'll have the fourth-ranked Bobcats at fifth-ranked Eastern Washington Saturday afternoon on uh, SWX Montana. We'll talk to Alex Eshelman tomorrow. That's what she said Wednesdays uh, about that. She'll be out there. You can put the Grizz in Eastern Washington on ESPN, but you couldn't put the Cats in Eastern Washington? Serious? It's all about the Grizz. Always. Anyway, so uh, let's see. What else did we want to hit on? Uh, we had a we had a good weekend. We went nine or eight and two overall in our predictions. We got the Capital at C.M.R. game. Uh, we picked a close one, but it was forty-five-seven. The Bruins rolled the Rustlers. Uh, we picked the Helena high score right. Well, not right, but we got it correct. Um, the game it was forty-two twenty-eight. Bengals beat the Raptors of Gallatin. 38-8, Townsend over Shepard. We picked 27-7, so we were kind of close. Jefferson at Red Lodge, we predicted the upset. It was 7 nothing was the score. Uh, Broadview-Lavina at Denton-Geyser Stanford Grass-Range win it. We took DGS GR-Dub over BL, 44-38. It was actually 26-24. Still a close game. Uh, senior at Glacier, we picked the Wolfpack. They win. Southern Utah, Montana. We picked the Grizz, 34-17. It was 20 to 19 was the final, and uh, we we thought Chris Brown was gonna. Well, he played, but Cam Humphrey actually played. Uh, came back, didn't look good. Neither quarterback looked good. That offense is is pretty mediocre, honestly. Uh, Rocky at Tech, we got wrong. Tech, the only team to beat Rocky now, and they've done it twice by a combined six points. As the Ordiggers beat the Batland Bears, 21-17. Uh, we got the uh, Carroll College Eastern Oregon game wrong we thought Eastern would win uh, Carroll won 34 27 they were actually down 27 to 17 at one point College of Idaho at Southern Oregon we got the uh, the game right we picked C of I uh, the, It was 1715. I think we're 50 uh, wow three two one 52 and 28 now on the season I think. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. We've had some good we've had some good weeks, including the playoffs this week. So that was fun. That was definitely fun. Uh, all right. Uh, Kyle Mahelish coming up. we got our Montana Rodeo Roundup. We'll talk to Abby Knight in a little bit. Um, Auto Contest Performance of the Week. Some nominees, Joey Michelotti, four total touchdowns in that Brew and win. Uh, Gage Slider, a couple of touchdowns for Glacier in their win. Ryan Correa, two touchdowns. For Gray Falls High and their big win over Big Sky. Uh, Caden Hewitt, three total touchdowns in uh, the Bengals' win over Gallatin. Let's see here. Uh, Caden Costa, 12 for 18, eight touchdowns for Shields Valley in a 55-43 playoff win in six-man. Um, Cade Lannan caught four touchdown passes He caught four balls all day They uh, they were all for touchdowns Dylan Flatt had three of those catches Wow Let's see here Who else showed up um, Oh, congratulations to uh, Billing Central Girls A third consecutive Class A soccer championship And the um, Whitefish Boys winning a fourth in a row See Cade Boyd had a couple of touchdowns uh, offensively and also a blocked punt for a score for Billing Central. Huge win over Libby. Miles City traveled all the way to Columbia Falls and held off the Wildcats 21-20. Dalton Puleski, three touchdowns. Frenchtown beat Whitefish, big upset. Big upset. Sydney beat Dillon. Um, it's been a long time, I think, since the uh, I mean, – Dillon was 6-3 and three and lost. A, that's a big road trip they had to make to Sydney and lost 17-14. Dawson Sweat, three touchdowns. Trey Hovland, three total touchdowns. Townsend's big win over Shepard. George Buckland had four first-quarter touchdowns for Big Fork in a win. Patrick Deshane four touchdowns, ran for a fifth. Florence Carlton shut out Cut Bank. Remington Little five touchdowns for Eureka in a 30 point win over Fairfield. Um, wow, Whitehall's Miles Horoff, 239 yards on 25 carries. He also was 17 of 31 passing for 294 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Whitehall uh, knocked off Mount Malta. Malta's only loss of the year comes in the first round of the playoffs. So we got a couple of good nominees there. Uh, let's see here. Gavin McClure, three touchdown passes for uh, St. Ignatius. Zach Turner, Cole Taylor hooked up three times through the air. Taylor ran for another. Scobie hammered Sam 60 to 24. Fort Bend got past Plentywood. We mentioned the uh, Park City score over Alberts and Superior, 60-40. Uh, to 40. Man. Ace Becker, four touchdown passes from Brady Bantz for DGSGRW in uh, that win. Uh, let's see here. Power Dutton Brady beat Hobson Moore-Judith Gap 55-21. Tyler Ellsworth, field goal, a couple of touchdowns, threw for one, kicked four extra points. Bridger, Chance Goltz, four touchdown passes, ran for another, and then returned an interception for six. It's six touchdowns for Bridger, and there went over Valeer uh let's see yeah, that's about it so congratulations and uh, some of those nominees we'll pick a auto contest performance of the week coming up a little bit later but when we return we're going to talk more football why not it's football season right playoffs capital with a big win over cmr on the road they'll Bruins will head on the road again this week. We'll talk to head coach Kyle Mihalich, also Abby Knight still to come, barrel racing champ, and much more here on the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, it is your choice. Where you have it repaired, choose Capital Collision Center. We're talking to Bruins head coach Kyle Mihalich next. Come right back. Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. and Walker Show on a Tuesday. Back tomorrow with Scott Evans, Alex Eshelman, um, and i work tomorrow. Abby Knight's going to join us a little bit later on today, the Northern Rodeo Association Barrel Racing Champ, part of our Montana Rodeo Roundup, will pick an auto Concepts performance of the week. All right, hashtag Grizz on game day. We try to get the Brawl of the Wild on ESPN, try to get college game day to come to the Big Sky States. I guess guess we're in. (laughs) It could be a good game. It really could. I mean, it'll be fun to watch the Cats beat the Grizz, as always. Anytime that happens, it's fun. Uh, let's see, what else we got going on? Nope, nope, nope. Okay. Like I mentioned we're going to talk to Abby Knight coming up. You can uh, tweet us at Jay Sports anytime. You can also uh, get a hold of us to 406 209 1267. It'll be a fun matchup. Number four, number five, Cats at Eastern Washington Saturday afternoon. I mean, Eric Berrier is a stud. Got almost 3,300 passing yards, 30 touchdowns. And uh, the Eagles' total offense leads the country in the FCS with 602 yards per game and 51.5 points per game. But they'll play the Cats' huge defense, which is pretty good. It'll be a fun game Saturday in eastern Washington. I think it's on the uh, SWX Montana. We'll talk to Alex Eshelman tomorrow about it. All right, so the Capital Bruins got a big win over the weekend, 45-7 at CMR, first round of the playoffs. And any time you win at this point in the season, that's a good thing. And the Bruins stay alive. They'll play in the quarterfinals this week at Billings West to talk about that rematch with the Golden Bears and recap the win is the head coach of the Capitol Bruins. His name is Kyle Mahalish and joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Well first off coach, a belated happy birthday, uh, turning another year wiser yesterday. So uh happy birthday, Coach.
1: Well thank you. I appreciate it. got a lot of good messages yesterday and heard from some old friends. So Have a good day. Jordan 50. I, I know the Big Five O. I'm there in a few
0: years. So uh yeah, I got, to, I got to look forward to that, so that's good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I'm just not thinking about it much. Fifty years went pretty quick.
0: Yeah, well, hey, you made it 50. That's, uh, that's a good thing. That's right. Uh, big win last week. I picked you guys to win on the road, but I didn't think it was going to be a 45-7, but a great win for the Bruins to open up the playoffs. Take me through it.
1: Well, you know, the wind up there was—we uh, had big gusts of wind, so <clears throat> we decided that if we won the toss, we were going to defend. That's—that's uh, that's the first time we've done that in quite some time. Um, I've coached in a few games over Great Falls where I've seen what ha- I've seen what happened to the Russell punter happened to us, where when we punted the ball, actually came backwards like a, a boomerang. Mm-hmm. So. Thinking about the wind deal, so we obviously have four different options. You can receive, you can kick, you can defer, or you can defend. But the thing about the defend is we won the toss, chose to defend, so we kicked with the wind, Uh, but then obviously we're going to lose our second-half possession. But the wind was so bad, and our defense usually plays pretty well. We're willing to take the risk on that. And it worked
0: out for us it definitely did as uh, Joey Michelotti with uh, four total touchdowns in the game two on the ground two passing you guys I think led 31 nothing at the half. did you expect that?
1: Oh, I thought we had a great week of practice you know I thought we could exploit a few things that they do on the, as far as schematically offensively and defensively. Our kids had a great week of practice like I stated uh, I thought last Monday was one of our better practices. Uh, They knew, obviously, what was on the line. I mean, we talked all week about, you know, senior-wise, I mean, if you're going to come out here and perform like we did the prior two weeks, you know, your season's over, and the majority of you will never play football again, you know, and it's not a lifetime sport. It isn't like we can pick up, you know, football games at noon at the YMCA, you know, so those, I mean, your, your days are over, I mean, the severity of it, so, and we talked about, you know how football is different than other sports. When football's down, done, it's done. I mean, you, like I said, you're not going to go just play a pickup football game somewhere.
0: Well, they came out and responded. Like I said, 31 nothing at the half. That defense has had its ups and downs this season, but for the most part, it's played fantastic. And I, like I said, I mean, CMR was uh, was playing its best football in, what, six years or so and being on the road, being in the playoffs, it's never easy. But you got to be happy with how that you guys played on all three phases of the game, for sure.
1: Yeah, very happy with the performance. I mean, we came out, and, you know, we didn't play mistake-free football, which we, you know, you're not always going to play perfect, and you never do, really. Right. But, I mean, we came out, and we played. We were the attackers. We were the aggressors. Uh, defensively, we, we got off the ball. Uh, we, we tackled well. We flew around offensively, amazingly enough, when you execute and you're balking the correct guys and you're pulling on the correct guys, uh, good things happen. And, you know, when we have protection, Joey can throw the ball. So, I mean, all of those formulas came together. You know, but we got to be consistent. we got to do it every week.
0: Kyle Malice joining us, the Capitol High football coach, the birthday boy from yesterday. Uh, speaking of Joey, this is a kid that was making his first career playoff start, and it didn't appear that he had any nerves.
1: No, and, you know, I think it's kind of the the help of the team having success, like you stated, on all three phases of the game. There wasn't a lot of downs, so, you know, everything worked out for us on Friday. Um, but that was, again, a lot of our own doing by you know, playing the game of football correctly. So, you know, Joey responded that way, and he... You know, we kind of had a talk with him this week about how he's got to play better. And, you know, we did take him out of that Helena High game and give Grove an opportunity. And we thought we'd uh, stay with Joey and see how he responds to this. And he knew he was on a, a short leash. And he we talked about all that stuff on Monday. So, you know, maybe that helped uh, his performance, you know, focus in and, you know, maybe a little more film study and know that I got to produce for this team.
0: Well, he's got to produce again because you guys head back out on the road. It's a team that you saw earlier in the season, I think week two, uh, a tough loss on the road. But this is a Billings West team that uh, had the bye, won the East, and uh, everybody expects them in Sentinel. But you guys can make some damage down there. You're playing a lot better football than you were, what, eight weeks ago, I guess.
1: Yeah, and watching that film, I mean uh – you know, it never really got out of hand. I know the score doesn't show that. And worse, I think it's 7-0 going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, defensively, we played well. Uh, offensively, this week, we need to be able to move the ball. we got to get some first downs. we got to win the field position more. Uh, and then, obviously, ultimately, we have to score some points. And defensively, we, you know, we got a tall task ahead of us as far as keeping the Dollar Boys out of the end zone and, and the Bergeson kid, I mean, the... the I and mean, they, they just—they're big up front, and they got athletes everywhere.
0: Yeah, what will you do different uh, than last week or last time out against these guys?
1: Well, last last time we didn't take a lot of uh, chances. I mean, we played mm-hmm. some coverage stuff, and you know, I think our D line is—I think our D line is just as good as any in the state. I mean, four or five, six guys that we rotate there. Um. We do have some some pressure packages for them, but we're hoping that the front four and maybe a little blitz scheme here and there can uh, help with clench. And then, you know, I mean, the perimeter we're going to have to double a couple of those guys at times. They move uh, they move taco around everywhere, so we got to know where he is. Uh, he's going to get his catches, but the thing is, we can't. We can't give up the 50, 60 yard chunks, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what ends up hurting all teams that play them. I mean, you have them bottled, you have them bottled, and then like today, watching a a Russell game, and they're second and 20, they run a counter, and they get to like third and five, then they convert. So there's not a lot of teams out there that convert, you know, after a second and 20, but right. you know they're they're able to do it often.
0: We talk about Isaiah Clunch, you know, rightfully so, the kid's a stud at quarterback. We talk about the Dowler boys. But you mentioned uh, Bergeson, and he is a quiet star for that West High team that just doesn't seem to get a lot of publicity. People that cover the game know who he is, um, but the general fan might not from Capitol High, but uh, they might find out who he is this week. What makes him good?
1: Oh yeah, and uh, Bergerson number nine. Uh, he's he plays a safety uh, on defense. He is ra- long and rangy. He covers a lot of ground. Uh, he's aggressive offensively. He catches the ball. He blocks well. Yeah, you know they they he he's sneaky under the radar. But you know as a football coach, he's not under the radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just kind of gets I guess those other guys get maybe a little more over uh, com- exposure. Uh, but no, he's a re- he's a real deal. I mean, he's one of the many that they have on the perimeter.
0: <laughs> it's going to be a fun fun task, of course, as always uh, down there. Uh, the road trip, you know, whatever it's to Billings, but getting to play under the lights, getting to play still in the in the first weekend in November, um, that's a special feeling for sure, right?
1: Well, certainly. I mean, playoffs it's, it's a fun time of year. Uh, it's, it's fun to see how the other teams in the state do. Uh, you keep track of all that stuff. and you know, You're know in, in the final eight. You want a playoff game, and you know, it'll be great to get another one. I certainly believe in these guys and believe that they can do it, and uh, all we got to do is play good, solid Bruin football.
0: Yeah, you do. Um, Capital High football coach Kyle hellish guest here. Um, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Uh, what was on the history docket today for you in class?
1: Today, we, we talked a little bit about Thomas Jefferson and the purchase of uh, Louisiana territory from oh. the French and Napoleon, and the reasons why we, we acquired that land and territory and how the French got it from the Spanish, and, and we're going to kind of delve into Lewis and Clark the rest of this week.
0: Very nice. Uh, today was the anniversary of North and South Dakota becoming admitted into the state. Of course, six days from now, it's Montana's birthday, but... Um Sure, all because of that Louisiana purchase. Thanks, Thomas Jefferson. Well,
1: because of that's right. <laughs> it co- cost uh, fifteen million dollars at about five cents an acre.
0: Man, can you? What was? That's what pretty, would it be today? Do you even?
1: You know, I'm not sure. A kid was looking that up, and he came up with a number of uh, two hundred thirty-seven million, but I, I think it might be more than it's that. Gotta gotta be more than that to be something we could research.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. It's, I'm not an economist, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: that's their it'll, job. Those
1: the size of our country for a pretty good cost.
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh you know there were some elections, uh presidential Franklin Pierce in 1852, James Garfield in 1880, and Warren G. Harding along uh with Harry Truman reelected today. So, a little history there for you. Oh, well, there you go. Good. I do what I can, coach. Hey, uh <laughs> Get a win because, I like I said last week, I enjoy these. I want to keep talking with you next week, so let's get it done. All
1: right, appreciate it. So do I. All right, All thanks, right. Coach. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it.
0: We'll see you. That is uh, Capital Coach Kyle Mahalis joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All of our guests appear via the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle. It's your home. It's your life. It's your auto. And Mike understands. Uh, get a hold of Mike Miller State Farm in Helena today. Bruins at West Friday night. That's going to be a good one. Uh, I think Rocky Erickson will have that call. Um, He will down there, so that'll be fun. And then Rocky's got uh, the Carroll Southern Oregon game uh, here in Nelson Stadium on Saturday. So Rocky's kind of everywhere. Rocky, the man Erickson. Uh, We got on the State in History coming up. Your auto contest performance of the week is just around the corner. But when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, Uh, We'll check in with uh, Northern Rodeo Association Barrel Racing Champion Abigail Knight. The former Argo is now a champ. And she'll discuss what it was like running at Majestic Valley over the weekend. We'll talk horses. We'll talk summer. We'll talk winter plans as well with Abby Knight when we return. Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality of choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn. Helena, Montana Rodeo Roundup Auto Contest Performance of the Week, all coming up. Hang on. auto concepts the auto enhancement professionals
1: who doesn't love being number one when your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one it feels good right kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with state farm because making you feel like number one is an honor your local state farm agent takes seriously through the good times and not so good your state farm agents proud to be here to help life go right
0: Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Visit marklerowphotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Photography.com. Listen to the Jason Walker Show anytime and anywhere. Download the Jason Walker Show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Tuesday. We've got a lot still to come on this day in history. The walk-off. Why is today an important day in Jason Walker Show history? We'll tell you. Uh, we got our Rondo Contest performance of the week, and so much more. All right. I mean, it's going to be tough. It's down to two, but it's going to be a tough decision, no question about it. All right, looking at uh, golf balls for next year. Which ones I should? Uh, which ones I should get? But anyway, <laughs> um, I know, I know. Oh, we still get to golf a couple more days this week. Tomorrow and Thursday, out on the golf course. It's going to be fun. All right, hanging out in Major Mortgage Man Cave over the weekend at the Northern Rodeo Association Finals up in Kalispell, Majestic Valley Arena, a fantastic place for rodeo. Saw some great champions crowned and your Montana Rodeo Roundup now, brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark taking all the photos at the Northern Rodeo Association Finals up in Kalispell. And uh, you can check him out at MarkLaRoePhotography.com. Your winners in bareback riding, Bryce Patterson of Bozeman hangs on to get the uh, top spot. Sam Peterson of Helena finished uh, less than $100 or just over $100 back. How about a dollar back? Is that right? Yeah, a dollar and 19 cents. If I can do my math. A dollar 19 Sam Peterson, the high school all-around champion, finished behind Bryce Patterson for the bareback championship in the uh, Northern Rodeo Association. Caleb Nordstrom, Will Nordstrom, finish uh, third and fourth respectively. In still wrestling, Cole Dutton of Great Falls gets the win. Caden Camp of Belgrade second. Logan Beatty of Helena third. A couple of Helena boys in there. Colby Bignell fourth. Timmy Sparing in fifth. Breakaway, Seely Salmon from Shoto. Not even a competition. $5,100 she led over Bella Fossum. Tracy Bullich finished third. Peyton Levine fourth. And Leanne Johnson of Cutbank was fifth. Tie down, Colton Roche of Essex gets the win by less than $600 over Caden Camp. Ben Ayer third, Logan Smith. Fourth, Caleb Burquist was fifth. Saddle Bronc went to two dots, Andrew Evgene by about $3,400 or so. Kane Stroh and Quint Stroh, second and third, respectively, followed by Tyler Friend and Kree Minkoff. Team roping Ian Ostagai and Sam Levine get it done Uh, by about $1,000 over Miles Cobalt and Riley Wilson. Dylan Johnson, Neil Tatsy, and Dustin uh, Dadisman, third, fourth, and fifth on the heading side. Gavin Beatty, Jamie Racine, and Josh Harris, third through fifth on the healing side. And bull riding Colby Whitford of Cutbank got the win by less than $200 over Peyton Fitzpatrick, and Caden Fitzpatrick was third. Wynn Wells, fourth, and Townsend's Tanner Terriel was fifth. You're all around Cowboys, Caden Camp, uh, earnings over 13600 this year. And your all-around cowgirl was Seely Salmon, DeShoto, over 12600 bucks. Uh, rookie of the Year in bareback, Bucky McAlpine. Nathan Deerhammer, first and second. A couple of bobcats there. Uh, Bucky, also your top rookie in bull riding. And uh, TJ Sigman your top steer wrestler. Shaley Harms, your rookie of the year in barrel racing. Peyton Levine in breakaway. And Deerhammer, the uh, bareback. Well, that's not right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no. Becky McAlpine was first. Okay, there we go. And in barrel racing, Abby Knight gets the win. From Charlo, Alexis McDonald, Brooke Wilson, Shane McDonald, second, third, and fourth. Three Bobcats in there. And then uh, Tammy Jo Carpenter of Bell uh, was in fifth. And joining us now to uh, chat about her big win is the barrel racing champ, Abby Knight, she joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. It's courtesy of the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Well, first off, uh, congratulations on winning the year-end barrel racing title. Um, Never easy to do, but at least you got to have a finals this year, so there's that, right?
4: Yeah, it really made up for not having it last year. I mean, it was competitive, that was for sure.
0: No question about that. As uh, you uh, you get the uh, you get the win. Uh, take me through the weekend because you had to put together three solid runs.
4: Yeah, I mean making three runs in three consecutive days can be tough on a horse. That's for sure. And a horse like mine goes in and he's so solid, so I didn't have to worry about him doing his job. It was more about me making sure that I ride him to the best of my ability because he always comes to play. And, I mean, he went in and made a good, solid first-round run there on Thursday night and gave me the confidence to push it a little harder the next two nights, and it sure paid off.
0: It definitely did. Um, What's this one? I mean, you've won a lot of things in your career, but where does this rank?
4: I mean – This is the first time I've won the NRA season, so it definitely is up there with the top wins I've had, that's for sure. Um,
0: You've been to the CNFR, What's, uh, what's the difference between the CNFR and the Northern Rodeo Finals?
4: You know, in all honesty, the NRA Finals packs a little bit more of a punch as far as Me getting a little more nervous because it's more of a hometown crowd. Mm -hmm. I had a lot more family there, and they're coming out to watch me. At the college finals, I mean, you're there, and it's not a performance each night. You have a couple runs in slack, so there's not necessarily as much pressure there. But the NRA finals, it's 3 rodeos, three packed houses. So, I mean, it's a bit more intense, I think.
0: You had a pretty comfortable lead going into the finals. And, um, I mean, you were being chased down by some bobcats there, but uh, I think you held off three in a row. Um, But a nice win and a nice summer, really, for you, too. And, I mean, you can't win a year-end title if you don't have a good start to the summer. And, And it seems like you had a very consistent Summer this year, is that right?
4: I have had a dream come true summer. It started in July when Lindsey Cruz took my horse to the Calgary Stampede and ended up third there on him. Mm. And that kind of catapulted me into becoming a little more well-known with the big-time girls. And from there, he went on, and we qualified for our first circuit final. We went and won the open average at the Fizzbomb in Gillette, Wyoming. We went and won the MBHA state finals just a few weeks ago there in Great Falls. So I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better horse or a better summer.
0: What's his name?
4: I call him Pistol. His registered name is Mabel Draws a Pistol.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, How long have you had him? This isn't the college horse, is it?
4: No. So he is actually a half-sibling, or we could even push it to a three-quarter sibling, to the mayor I ran in college. He was born and raised on our place. I own three half-siblings. We still have his mother. He was the first tr- horse I trained by myself. Mm. So he's pretty near and dear to the family.
0: Gotcha. Uh, you talk about Lindsey Cruz. Was she an idol because you let her use your horse and she wins a lot of money up there in Cal... Uh, in, uh, I Canada.
4: mean, <laughs> Lindsey and I have rodeoed together for a while now. And it, it is scary letting someone else take your horse, especially... Across the border. Right. But knowing Lindsay so well, I knew she would take the best care of him, which she did. And when you get an opportunity for your horse to run at an event like that, sometimes you got to take a little bit of a chance and bite the bullet and see what happens. And it sure paid off because she ended up winning right around 19,000
0: up there. Yeah, she had a very nice uh, nice ride up there. You mentioned the PRCA circuit finals too. How tough was it, Abby, as we talked to Abby Knight, uh, NRA barrel racing champ on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, but how tough was it to, to rodeo both uh, NRA and PRCA this year?
4: It It's a challenge, that's for sure. It takes a lot of planning and making sure you – get to where you need to be and where your horses run the best. And as far as making circuit finals, that was another one that came down to the last few weeks of the season because I was right on the bubble going into Labor Day. And my horse came to play. We ended up third at Dillon and second at White Silver Spring, second or third at White Silver Spring and that kind of catapulted us into the eighth spot going into the circuit vinyl.
0: Which is uh, going to be a fun one for sure. Um, This will be your first, is that right?
4: Yes, it'll be my first, and I'm excited. I'm ready. It's a tough pattern in there at the four seasons, but I think my horse will be able to play with the best of them
0: well you've had success in that arena let's go back to the year days at uh, at providence there or was it still ugf i don't even remember
4: i was right there with both of them at ugf and (laughs) utra but you know it's funny you bring that up because that little mare i ran in college we actually bred her so she's pregnant this year and it did cross my mind wondering how pregnant will she be in January, and could I possibly bring her out to play?
0: Uh, and, and is she going to be uh, sidelined, though?
4: Yeah, she's she's a little fat and sassy right now, <laughs> but she's
0: cooking <laughs> up a, the next I, and, year's and, and winter. And, and, and I like that she's that going really uh, to be sidelined, though. What's your summer or what's the like winter look like for you then, I guess? because Are you going to head down south with everybody else or stay up here?
4: You know, I've tossed around and a few ideas, but I told myself I need to relax a little bit, but then I just signed myself up to go to two more jackpots this weekend. <laughs> but I I might head south. I might not. I do have a job, so that comes into play too. But we'll see. I, I haven't had a whole lot of downtime to sit and – Think about it,
0: right? Um, how when do you guys sit there, and, and at what point in the winter do you sit and go, okay, here's my plan for the summer? Because the summer is the busiest time. But um, when do you sit there? Is it just kind of a couple months out, or I mean, we know the schedule already for 2022, but you know what I'm saying? Like, how when do you plan this?
4: Well, I try to stay on top of it as much as I can. I mean, the moment dates come out. I have them in my calendar. I have three calendars that I go through and I color code and make a game plan. But each year it changes. And after pushing it a little bit harder this year, I know where my horse works good, which pens I liked and didn't like. And after having a successful year like this year, now I might push it a little bit more, and so I start thinking, okay, I might travel out a bit and see if I can hit more of those Washington, Idaho mm. rodeos. And so, I mean, we sit down and it's a consistent time of, okay, we got to plan this, this, and this, and hope it works out in our favor.
0: Sure. Do you have a travel partner, or is it just you?
4: I traveled a lot by myself this year, but I have a great friend, Julia Nichols, that hopped in with me over my crazy Fourth of July run, and she went to the NRA rodeos, but I also drug her around to pro rodeo stops on the way. (laughs) But I have friends that try to hop in with me here or there, but it is a lot of downtime of, me and my trusty dog Oakley.
0: <laughs> I like it. Oakley and Abby heading down the road together. Yep. I like it. Hey, uh, congratulations, Abby. And, uh, we appreciate you joining us. I, I look forward to, ch- to checking in this summer and, and following you as, uh, I kind of lost sight of you. And then I just keep seeing, you know, your name pop up in the top three all summer long. It's like, oh yeah, I remember her. Um, but, uh, congratulations. And like I said, appreciate you joining us and, uh, uh, we'll check in, but good luck at the circuit finals, and maybe we'll chat around there when you win that one, too. How's that?
4: That sounds great. I sure appreciate it.
0: That is Abby Knight joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Such a sweetheart. I remember chatting with her. Gosh, uh, Dick Lyman was the rodeo coach up at Providence, or UGF, and Abby was a youngin <laughs> back then. Um, man, she's had a very nice run uh, here in uh in her career in Montana. It's great to see her doing well, and congratulations to all the champs at the Northern Rodeo Association Finals. And again, if you go to photographycom or his Facebook page, you can check out all of his uh, great photos from uh, the weekend up in Kalispell. Uh, there is uh, another rodeo going on this weekend. It'll be the PBR, and it's down in Vegas. The PBR World Finals uh, start tomorrow and run through Sunday down in uh, Vegas, and then that's the last year before they head off to uh, Fort Worth next year in May. So we have the finals now, and then six months from now we have another finals. It's weird. But uh, PBR's has uh, made a lot of money doing stuff the right way, so there you go. All right, let's get our auto contest performance of the week. We had some great nominees, and i got to tell you, man, it was tough to pick pick one um Ridgers' chance. Golds with six total touchdowns, uh, four passing, one rushing, and an interception return. That was a, that was a good one. But we're gonna go with the Shields Valley Rebels as a team. Caden Acosta was 12 of 18 passing for eight touchdowns, four to Cade Land three to Dylan Flat, and the Rebels beat the Red Devils of Knoxon 55 43. Um, Lannon had four touchdowns for 166 yards. Flat five catches for 138 in the three scores. Shields Valley um, won the game at Will Sal, and Flat also had 22 tackles and a fumble recovery. Lannon had 16 tackles and a fumble recovery. So the Shields Valley Rebels, that's three of the six. <laughs> but the Shields Valley Rebels are our auto concepts. Performance of the week, congratulations for the uh, – that's a hell of a performance for those kids. Man, very good stuff. All right, so what's next? Let's do the uh, state in History. is brought to you by Mountain Nutrition, 3222 Centennial Drive in Helena. Stop in uh, tomorrow and get great tea, great shakes, 21 vitamins and minerals with your teas and shakes. You also can get a uh, protein ball. You can also get um, the Jason Walker show tea. I highly recommend it. Boost your metabolism. The Jason Walker show tea is lemon, strawberry, and grape. It's a good, brand, uh, good mix. Today is November the second. It is uh, National Deviled Egg Day. Are you a deviled egg? I like deviled eggs. 1895, the first organized auto race in the U.S. was run in Chicago. Six cars would go over 52 mile uh, lakefront course. Only two would finish in blizzard conditions. 1898, cheerleading begins in the U.S. Johnny Campbell leads the crowd cheering on the football team at Minnesota. 1960, Roger Maris beats out teammate Mickey Mannell for the American League MVP award. The vote 225 to 222, second closest vote ever. 1969, on this date, quarterbacks Billy Kilmer of New Orleans and Charlie Johnson of St. Louis each pass for six touchdowns. Saints beat the Cardinals 51-42. Also in 1969, 41-year-old Detroit right winger Gordy Howe pits up his 19th and final NHL hat trick, the oldest ever for a hat trick in the NHL. 1972, Steve Carlton, the unanimous NL Cy Young Award winner for the Phillies, he was 27 here. He won 27 games. The team won 57. Uh, 1974, Braves would trade home-run king Hank Aaron to Milwaukee. It was just a few months prior, in April of 74, that he broke Babe Ruth's record. 1991, Big Sky Football. Nevada, biggest comeback in football history. 35-point third-quarter deficit to beat Weber State, 55-49. And on this date in 2016, Chicago Cubs beat the Indians in Game 7. First title in 108 years. couple of birthdays today, Jack... Or rather, a uh, couple of deaths on this date. Jack Dempsey, the uh, first holder of world middleweight championship, died at the age of 32 on this date in 1895. Uh, Tony Stone died on this date, 1996. Tony Stone was the second baseman. Was the first woman to play in the men's Negro League. It is uh, Julia Gerges' birthday today. Great tennis player from Germany. 1988 she was born. Thriller came out on this date by Michael Jackson in 1983. Uh, a couple of other ones. We talked a little bit about this. Franklin Pierce, elected president, 1852. James Garfield, president, 1880. 1920, Warren Gene Harding was uh, elected president. 1948, Truman re-elected. 76, Jimmy Carter gets the win. George W. was re-elected in 2004 on this date. I was in my... Third day of work in Colorado, in Grand Junction, on this date, when George W. won. Uh, Happy birthdays, Daniel Boone, 1734. He was born the great frontiersman and explorer. Marie Antoinette was born on this date in 1755, Queen of France. And that is what happened on this date in history, brought to you by Mountain Nutrition. Check them out on Facebook, MTN Nutrition, or Instagram, MTN Nutrition, MT. Great teas. Mmm. I, I uh, had a, a good one last week, too. I put orange, lemon, cherry, and grape together. That's a pretty good one. I highly recommend that one as well. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the
2: walk-off.
0: The walk-off brought to you by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. Shrimp et Touffee. Loving it. i have to stop there this weekend and get some uh, great Cafe Zydeco. Uh, two years ago tonight, it was my last game as the voice of Carroll College. It was at MSU Northern. I was just in Haver over the weekend. Western just thumped the lights, 63-7. But uh, I've had lots of fun being out on my own and being a freelancer, working with SWX Montana, NFH Network, NFHS Network, doing this show as well. Couldn't make it uh, without our great sponsors. And uh, you, the uh, listeners and viewers, appreciate that. But, yeah, two years ago. Today was my last game doing Carroll College. Um, This Saturday will be the two-year anniversary of getting um, fired at the radio station. So we'll celebrate that this week, too. (laughs) Because I I love being out on my own. I love this. It's so much fun uh, being here with you guys most every weekday. And now that golf season's ending, it'll be most every weekday. Yep, I know. It's a bummer. Season comes to an end. Thanks, to Kama Hellish, for joining us. Abby Knight, for joining us uh, tomorrow. Helena High Coach Scott Evans will talk. That's what she said with Alex Eshelman, fourth ranked Bobcats at number five Eastern Washington Saturday. Alex will be there. I believe she'll be there. Uh, let's see here. Got some good stuff coming up this week, too. So. If you missed anything, go to com. You can listen to any or watch any of our previous shows. Appreciate you. It's been a fun couple of years, and we're just going to keep it rolling. How's that? All right, we'll see you tomorrow, 4 o'clock, Jason Walker Show. We're presented by Capital Collision Center. Have a great Tuesday night. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.